0: Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're gonna talk about whether a college degree is still worth it. This is part two of a two-part series, so let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So let's be honest, college costs are are ridiculous right now. I mean, they're going up and we have all seen those people who have uh, gone to school for a certain period of time and left without uh, getting a degree, and then had student loans to pay back over years. And and we've seen these people who uh, who maybe even gotten a degree, but haven't uh, actually gone for a degree in a in a in a field that that uh, was marketable. And so uh, so beyond this, it's important to really look at. Is college right for me, you know, first and foremost? And if it is not, look at, you know, a trade school and look at going and interning with a company or taking a leap year, taking a year off to travel and trying to figure out what you want to do with your life trying to figure out what is most important to you. And and many people, I think, just step into their college career not really thinking about these things, and it ends up taking them a lot of time to figure it out, but it also costs them a lot of money uh, because they didn't know what they wanted to do and they didn't know what they wanted to step into. So they were just going to school to go to school. So for those fearful of how much debt they would need to go into uh, in order to you know, get that degree that they want to get, if they know exactly what they want to go for, uh, it's important to look at how you can get through college debt-free. And so this is going to be an episode that comes up uh, here uh, next. And, And it's important to look at how you can Get a degree in a marketable field that makes economical sense for you to spend your time getting that degree. You know, spending that trade-off of going and getting that degree instead of working full-time. Uh, but beyond that, figuring out a way to do it without going into student loan debt. And I uh, unfortunately did go into um, some student loan debt and uh, and and had to spend some time paying that off. And, uh, and when I did that, uh, it, it made sense for me at the time to, uh, to uh, go ahead and go into student loan debt because the earning potential uh, spread was, was enough that, uh, that I could pay that off in a very short period of time. But you have to figure out for you whether that made sense or that makes sense Or if you want to slow down in order to get other things in play and other things in in place in order to uh, to make sure that you can go through school without uh, getting into debt. So another component that's important to keep in mind is, even though you are getting a degree in a field that is in high demand, you also want to look at making sure that you're building those contacts, building up those relationships with. Um, individuals who are part of those companies that you want to work for. And in addition to that, you'll also want to see, okay, do I need to build up some level of experience uh, going into that? Do I need to work through college at, um, at, uh, at some kind of internship or, or, or get additional experience uh, to combine with that degree uh, and and uh, you know allowing you to uh, to be more competitive. Now this also applies to those certifications. So you may look into certain certifications that would actually help you in being competitive uh, for the position that you're trying to get into. So this is exactly what I did. Uh, when I was going through uh, my graduate studies, I actually went and worked for a company that not only had a tuition reimbursement, Program, but they also uh, allowed for me to have some direct experience before I even graduated. So, I mentioned briefly that you want to make sure that the course of study that you're going into is in demand. And this isn't the only component to consider, though. Many people, unfortunately, go to a college campus and they love the campus or they love the location or they, you know, love the culture or something like that. And that drives them to make a decision about a a school, accepting a school and and stepping on that campus and and being a student of that school uh, when you need to look at some other components as predominant in that conversation. And you should be looking at whether that school is accredited for your field, you know, how, how well known does it have a good reputation or not for the course of study you want to go into. And then also looking at, Okay. Not only are they accredited, not only do they have a good reputation, but are they a low-cost school? And so many people are stepping into these um, private schools, uh, which there's nothing wrong with a private school, but you just want to make sure uh, that uh, that it's something you can actually feasibly afford, or at least be able to pay back the loans on in a reasonable amount of time. And I think many times people don't look at uh, you know, state schools and and lower cost options like going to a community college for the first couple of years because they want that college experience, not realizing how much they're saddling themselves unknowingly for the foreseeable future based on those decisions. So speaking of low cost, I uh, was reading an article by Forbes that came out sometime last summer that was talking about our um, student loan crisis and was talking about how we surpassed the one5 trillion dollar mark in student loan debt. And so with that, when I was thinking through it, I was like, okay, well, trillion, you know, that's something we hear only in comparison to our, you know, national debt, uh, typically. And, uh, and when you break that down, you're like, okay, well, uh, a trillion is a 1000 billion or a million million. And when you look at, how much debt that actually is it's it's just unfathomable and you see why so many people are struggling to cover the the you know the minimum payments of their debt uh, and so with that I dug in a little bit further and with that I I wanted to go into some aspects of how much people are actually carrying when it comes to their student loan debt and hopefully this will be sobering to, to encourage you to look at the prior aspects I talked about in, in looking for a low-cost accredited school. So around the same time, CNBC uh, you know, published an article that had to do with the student loan crisis. And they basically said that 70% of students graduate college with what they consider significant student loan balances. And with that, when they looked into it further, there was a average balance of about $37,000, which equates to about $400 a month. So you can imagine someone stepping out of school, stepping right into their career and having uh, this $400 uh, you know, payment on a monthly basis that they're going to be paying for years in order to get that $37,000 know, average balance paid off. So the first year can vary quite significantly when it comes to college degrees. And this is uh, coupled with that average student loan debt load uh, can heavily impact uh, the housing starts, can heavily impact people's ability to go out and purchase a home uh, for people to buy appliances and furniture, uh, buying new cars and all kinds of things like that. Starting families, you know, things that uh, have to do with people establishing themselves can be heavily slowed down by uh, by them being saddled by debt. And so, in the next episode, I'm going to go over aspects to preemptively and actively figure out how to ensure that you're not going to graduate with student loan debt. And so I wanted to go into that because that's near and dear to my heart, because I did graduate with student loan debt. And I know that for many people, they would make different decisions once they graduate, um, you know, if they didn't have that student loan debt. So trying to help people on their path to build margins so that they can step out of college and have options is important to me. It's important that, uh, that people are able to uh, look at all the options on the table and figure out which one works best for them so that uh, so that they're not settled by this debt. So although a college degree will not guarantee that you will make the best decisions for your personal finances, the last component I wanted to go over had to do with uh, you know that Higher earning potential turning into wealth. And of course, that doesn't mean that that will necessarily happen for everyone. And there has to be a level of dedication, discipline applied to, uh, you know, to turn that income into wealth. And so with that, I looked into um, a book that I referred to uh, some episodes ago, and it's called Everyday Millionaires. And this book basically outlined two statistics that I wanted to go over. And when they uh, went through their their evaluation of more than 10,000 millionaires, they found that 88% of millionaires, Graduated with a bachelor's degree compared to only 33% of the general population. And it also went on to state that 52% of millionaires have a graduate or terminal degree compared to 12% of the general population. So again, like I said, education is a long game. And I believe that to be the case. And you can't look at your earnings today as a graduate um, and and look at it from a standpoint of was this worth it at this snapshot in time, but look at how it compounds, how it grows over time based on uh, your earning potential, based on unemployment, and based on those decisions that will have a compound effect. So based on these four components, I do believe that a college degree does make sense. Now, it makes sense if you have evaluated the job field that it is required for that job field and that you can go to a low-cost accredited school uh, that uh, that can help you get there. Now with that, you should always be an ongoing continual learner. And my call to action really comes down to that. It comes down to whether you go to a, uh, you know, to some kind of school, some kind of trade school, some kind of, um, you know, internship or or whatever it is, you should always be learning. You should always be growing. You should be setting aside time on a daily basis so that you are growing in your craft, growing in your trade. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.